She howls, she bites, she wants to take me down with all of her might. She snarls, she growls, but now I'm ready to put up a fight. I've been in therapy for a hundred years, and there's a piece that I finally found. I've let go of so many fears, and she is not gonna kick me around. I'm taming my inner critic. You're not welcome here anymore. I'm taming my inner critic. Allow me to kick you out the door. Hi, I'm Judy Ray, and welcome to Wild Woman Wisdom. Well, you know, my tagline says, been there, done that, learned a lot. As my theme song says, I'm, I'm working on taming my inner critic. And for any of you out there that may also have an inner critic, I certainly invite you to join me in that endeavor. Now, part of my mission is to create more self-care and self-love into my life and, and then to share it with you. Well, I will say this, given the stress of these past few months, I believe we could all use a little more self-care and self-love in our life. For me, one of the things that I've been working on doing is staying in the present moment, which, which is not always easy to do. So today, I am very excited to welcome to the show my dear friend, Phoebe Rubin. Now, Phoebe has a master's degree in psychology with a concentration in drama therapy, she has taught, directed, and produced autobiographical performance pieces to youth at risk, to actors and women's organizations, and she is also an independent filmmaker and has produced and directed several short films. Phoebe is currently working on a feature-length documentary called Work While You Have the Light. In full disclosure, Phoebe and I have collaborated in the past and have been good friends for many, many years. Phoebe, I have always been a huge fan of yours, and I can honestly say I have learned so much from you over the years. You know, I've watched you go through many chapters in your life, some of them very challenging. And in my opinion, you have always done it with so much grace and ease. Now, Phoebe and I were introduced by a mutual friend in San Francisco years ago, and that was when you were working on your thesis for your master's degree on the benefits of drama therapy. You were looking for actors that you could do this work with. And Bill said, you need to know Judy Brooks. I think you two would, would really connect because at that time I was teaching an acting from your intuitive self class in San Francisco. Well, needless to say, uh, that was probably the reason that Bill was in both of our lives because it was pretty much love at first sight. And we ended up writing, directing, and producing several autobiographical stage performances together in San Francisco. Now, Phoebe, for our listeners who might not know exactly what I mean when I say staying in the present moment, could you explain that to them? Yes. And first of all, I just want to say how sweet that was, that introduction, and I feel that's back at you. I feel exactly the same way, for real, honestly. Well, so, yes, one of our great challenges right now is staying present and staying in this moment. And one of the reasons that it's, it's always a challenge, but the reason that it's a challenge right now is because... This is really the first time, certainly in my life, that we have no idea what's coming. We have no idea what is ahead of us. We're also used to living on our calendars and making plans. And now for the first time, we really don't know what's ahead of us. And that feels a little shaky. It feels like our foundation is starting to tremor a little bit. And um, 
that takes us out of present time. And by present time, what I mean is if you are spending any time ahead of yourself, worrying about what might happen, what might happen for your job, what might happen with this virus, what might happen with your kids, any number of things, that's taking us out of present time and that's having us be in future time and we're just worrying. Or if you're looking back at what you didn't do, what you didn't say, what you should have done, that's taking us out of present time. Present time is being here in this moment, full of our own energy. What happens is when we are too far ahead of ourselves or we're too far behind looking back, we lose our energy. Our energy starts to become scattered all over the place, every place that we've left it. That's a beautiful explanation. I, I think that that really says it all. And instead of just saying, as Ram Dost did, you know, be here now, uh, <laughs> I think right. people, people need to really get what, what that means. And when you say all of ourselves, you're talking about our essence, right? Our, our soul self. Certainly that. Certainly it is our soul spirit self. But it's also just everything that we, we are equipped with. It's sort of our mind, body, and our spirit. But when we get scattered everywhere, we become tired and we don't really know why. We become frustrated. We become short-tempered. Um, we are just not ourselves. When we're not feeling ourselves, an awful lot of times it's because we're just not in this moment. We're too far ahead of ourselves. We're worrying about what might happen again. We're worrying about what, what did happen. And the problem with that is, well, there are a lot of problems, but mostly what it is is that all of the situations around us right now, the virus, the economy, protests, racism, all of the things that are up right now are probably not going to go away right away. So we have to be able to be equipped and in our bodies and grounded and centered and in present time in order to get through these times as effectively as we can and still maintain some happiness, some confidence. Very well said. So tell me, what, what do you do? What do you, Phoebe, do personally to, to bring yourself back to the present moment? Okay, so I have a couple of things that I've learned over the years through various classes and just working with other people. And one of the things that I do is when I find myself starting to get too stressed or too impatient, or when I find myself just really feeling scattered myself and unable to focus, I start to notice that I stop for just a second and think, okay, where, what am I doing right now? And what I realize is that I am worried about what might happen, or I am really wishing that I had said a different thing from some time before. I, or I wish that I had, I wish I had apologized to someone, or I'm worried I maybe hurt someone's feelings, or I'm, I'm, I'm just worried about what's coming. So one thing that I do is, we can actually do it now if you want. It's just a little meditation and all it's doing is kind of calling back all the pieces of myself that I've left scattered in all the places that are either my, my future worries or my past worries um, to come to right now. It's kind of got gathering all of my energy back to myself. Can you give us an example of a short exercise we can do to help us all stay in the moment? So if you're in a place where you can do that, then just close your eyes and take a deep breath. And on the exhale, 
just allow yourself to really feel whatever it is that you're sitting on or lying on and just allow the exhale to just drop your energy just with your deep breath just a deep breath out and drop your energy through the floor just through the chair or whatever you're sitting on or lying on and through the floor and into the earth and just taking another deep breath in and then exhaling and just letting your energy drop so that you can sort of just feel a heaviness about you and then in your imagination imagine that there is a Sun about 10 feet above your head and the Sun is as bright or as dim as you like it to be whatever is comfortable for you and then imagine that from that Sun there is a huge golden net that you're casting out in every direction as far as it can go and what that net will do is it will start to collect all of your energy that you've left with other people with friends with situations with worries with concerns with things from your childhood you're just sending that big wide beautiful net out to collect all of your energy in order to bring it back to you back to the Sun so just take a moment and you don't have to name everything and you certainly can but don't get stuck analyzing anything just send that net out there just to collect any energy that you've left anywhere in your life at any time and then pull that net back in with all that energy that you collected bring it back into the Sun and then just as gentle as sunshine is just let that all of your energy that you brought back and you brought back into the Sun just let it shine down on you and all around you and inside of you and all you're doing is you're retrieving your own energy it's just returning back to you and you're filling yourself up with your own energy thank you that was a really uh, sweet demonstration and 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 it shows all of you out there that you know this is not something that's hard to do this is an easy thing to do and even just taking those few moments to breathe because we all kind of forget to take those deep breaths I think so speaking of the moment, um, I know that you are in the middle and I just going to, we've only got a few minutes left, but I wanted to just touch on this. When this hit, uh, you were in production on uh, your latest documentary film, Work While You Have the Light, and back in March. So how did you have to adjust? <laughs> well, I had to adjust just like everyone else is having to adjust. And so what we had to do is we had to stop filming and we what we did is we kind of let everything sit for about a month and then we just had zoom meetings with everyone so we checked in with all of the women to just see how they're working how it's changed how they're coping with this pandemic and um, just had a conversation so we're about to do that again um, to just check in and that's really all that we can do right now um, it would be really easy to get ahead of myself and think oh no this isn't gonna happen this is taking too long but honestly I think that as long as we stay in touch with everyone who's involved and we have about five women I think that it will be okay I have faith that will it will work out like it's supposed to and um, meanwhile we're just gonna keep staying in touch and keep filming via zoom so just, just to give our listeners a little taste of what this, this film is about, can you just give me a, the elevator pitch? Oh, <laughs> the elevator pitch. Okay. There are 
76 million baby boomers and and half of them over half of them are women who are from 65 on and then beyond baby boomer age to 90 there are women who we have five women all different ages starting at 72 um, who are still working who have absolutely no intention of not working they're going to continue to work they're making new plans we have one woman who's a museum director who's 76 she's going to retire in two years and start a whole new project so what this is about is just shining a light on the fact that just because women women have a tendency to disappear in our culture and there's a certain amount of invisibility that comes with aging people but especially with aging women this documentary is showing that not so fast there's a whole lot of women out there who have reached 70, who are still working, who are still energized, who are still curious, and have absolutely no desire to stop working and still have a contribution to make. And that's, that's what this film is about. Thanks, Phoebe. Speaking of women who are still really making a difference, Phoebe is certainly, certainly doing her part. Now, talking about being in the moment got me thinking about moments in general. You know, that word has so many different meanings. The moments to remember, the magic moments, the spur of the moment. And one way we mean it in the present moment, and in another way, we're talking about memories, and that means the the past. So I started this by sharing how Phoebe and I met years ago, but that wasn't the whole story of our first meeting. It was one of those moments that you do remember. And by the way, Phoebe has given me permission to share this story with you. Because it says a lot about trust and intuition and resilience. My first meeting with Phoebe was one of those moments that you don't forget. Uh, Bill had arranged for Phoebe and I to connect, and, and then when we did, we made a lunch date to meet. Well, I arrived at the Clement Street Bar and Grill in San Francisco for our lunch date to find Phoebe sitting at the bar waiting for me. I said, hi, and I sat down, and she looked at me, and she said, I've been up all night. I haven't slept, and I was going to cancel this lunch, but something told me not to. Well, I looked at her and said, what's wrong? And she proceeded to tell me that her 15-year-old daughter had been gone for about a day and a half and that she hadn't come home last night. She also said the police had convinced her, after asking a lot of questions and talking to a few other people, that this did not sound like a kidnapping, but most likely a teenager just acting out. Well, she had done everything she knew to do at this point, so for some reason, she decided to keep this appointment. Well, the first thing I said to Phoebe was, Phoebe, we have four sons. Believe me, I can relate. And the second thing I said was, how about a glass of wine? Well, we moved to a table and we talked. And we talked about her current situation. In other words, we, we were in the moment. Instead of showing up for a business meeting and acting like everything was just really okay, she chose to trust me with her present situation. And I felt really honored that she did that. And now that I've known Phoebe for over 25 years and I know how private she is, I feel even more honored. Well, after we got through the crisis of the moment, which as it turned out, unfortunately, was just the beginning of those kind of moments with this daughter. But eventually, we got around to what she wanted to do as part of her uh, thesis, her master's thesis. She told me she would like to work with professional actors instead of the schizophrenics that she had been working with at the mental health clinic where she was interning. 
Well, <laughs> we both kind of laughed about the fact that there might be just a little bit of crossover. Well, not really. I, I, mean, I love actors, and but, you know, anyway, by the end of our lunch, we not only knew a lot about each other, but we had agreed that I would put together 10 actors for a 10-week class culminating in a theater performance piece using the autobiographical techniques that she was writing about for her master's thesis. <laughs> she was a little shocked at how fast I made that decision, but you know, it just felt so right to me and the connection between us was so strong, I knew it was going to be something special. I also knew that I had actors that would be interested. So for my part, I was taping all the exercises and leading them in meditations but the best part was working with Phoebe and how much I was learning about autobiographical work. It was, it was a lot of work, especially for her, but it was also so much fun. And the actors, they loved the work. And the show we produced was, was, was really good. By the way, her daughter turned up later that afternoon when she got home from lunch. Phoebe and I went on to direct, produce, and stage four other autobiographical performance pieces together using her techniques. This time, she didn't have to worry about getting a good grade, and we both wrote, directed, and staged the performance pieces. Then, as life would have it, our work took us both in, in different directions. And really, we were doing autobiographical ensemble theater work, kind of ahead of its time. Th this was before all of the reality TV shows, before people became obsessed watching other people's lives. You know, sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes it's just kind of a drag to be ahead of your time. Sometimes you just want to arrive right on time. But that's a conversation for another time. You know, I, I would love to hear from any of you wild women and men out there uh, about what you do to stay in the moment. My email is judyray at wildwomanwisdom.org. My website, wildwomanwisdom.org, is a work in progress and barely populated because this is a brand new podcast and a brand new website and a new adventure for me. So please follow me and come along for the ride while we build a community of passionate, creative people who do their best to live in the moment. I'm Judy Ray, and you're listening to this on nowwithpurpose.com. I'm taming my inner critic. Have no power over me. I'm taming my inner critic, knowing my worth.